Hello, everyone. So glad that you joined with us again today. We are the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle, and we'd like you to join with us in this, this discussion today as we talk about the Word of God. And we've been talking about the ending of the Jewish dispensation and the beginning of the Gentile dispensation and, and how that it's an exact parallel today as things are being fulfilled here uh, as we wind up the times of the Gentile and the gospel is about to go back to the Jews. And um, we were just simply talking about how that Jesus did not come to destroy the law, but rather to fulfill the law. And then how that he became the, the lamb uh, for the sacrifice and that it would be his blood that would atone and that um, things like the Passover, for example, the, that wonderful feast of Passover was fulfilled in Christ as he was our Passover lamb. And then circumcision, which we are still practice circumcision, and that is an inward happening right. by the baptism of the Holy Spirit that separates us from sin and sin's desires. Also, um, I'd like to bring out a scripture on that that says, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. And this is found in Colossians chapter 2, 16 and 17. So, you know, don't let anyone judge you, he said, because these are actually a shadow. Yes. They were something, a type that would be fulfilled. In other words, um, there would come a time that the woolly lamb would no longer be an acceptable sacrifice. It must be the lamb of God. Mm -hmm. It would be no longer would a physical circumcision enter you into covenant with God. It would be that spiritual circumcision of the heart. The same thing comes to the Sabbath day, um, which, you know, many in Christendom today uh, think that they are to observe the seventh day and keep it holy, which would be our Saturday. And so they don't uh, do anything. Uh, they have that as a rest day and a worship day. What today is our Sabbath? Are we Sabbath keepers? The, um, <clears throat> the changing of the dispensation was very, very uh, hard transition at that time because the Israel um, were taught strictly to keep the Sabbath. Jesus, uh, I'm sorry, the, in, the, in the law, uh, God had created the earth and six days he rested on the seventh. And then in the law of Moses, they put in uh, the Sabbath day and keep it holy. There was a man stoned for picking up sticks on the Sabbath mm -hmm. day. So it was something that they took very serious. And when Christ came, there was a transition made there. When the word Sabbath means rest. And Jesus now was becoming the fulfillment of that Sabbath. Not where a man would rest physically uh, so much, but he would rest from his work and enter in to the rest because it's a finished work that Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary. Yeah, from the, from the, he would rest from the labor of sin. Uh, labor is the, the bondage of sin. And at that time, um, at that transition, 
Um, the Jews kept the uh, Sabbath day as uh, Saturday. And the Christians kept Sunday. And the reason they kept Sunday was because it honored the resurrection day, mm -hmm. the day that Jesus Christ So they raised. would assemble on the first day of the week. On the first day of the week, which was Sunday, mm -hmm. um, the first day of the week. And so this is actually how they could tell the difference between Jews and Gentiles. Now, we honor the resurrection day. Actually, Jews and Christians, because those who were strict Judaizers would, would be uh, observing on Saturday. And, Correctly. And uh, the Christians were worshiping on Sunday. Correctly. Uh -huh. Correctly. And the New Testament doesn't give any certain day to hold at all. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the scripture that you just read, let no man judge you. But they, we honor the resurrection day. But our Sabbath is not a day. Right. That's right. It's a person. Yes. Yes. And that person is the person of the Holy Ghost. Exactly. So when that you receive the Holy Spirit, you enter into his rest. Yeah, you right. cease from sin. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes. So he said, I will give you a Sabbath. And the Sabbath would be not the keeping of a certain day, but it would be the the entering into the Holy Spirit where that you rest from sin and, and you no longer labored and strove against a sin and unbelief, but you could be a conqueror in Jesus Christ. Amen. That Amen. war against your nature to where you're, even if you're trying to do what's right, mm -hmm. it's a struggle, it's a war. I'm up, I'm down, I'm battling, but I'm falling down again. You enter into a rest from all that. That's right. You know, when he, he comes into you and he begins to fight your battles. Mm -hmm. He begins to overcome through you. His nature puts your nature down and begins to sit on the throne of your heart. And now there's a rest. There's a peace. That's yes. right. It's a That's finished right. work. That's mm -hmm. right. The struggle is so over. So we are still Sabbath keepers. Absolutely. Amen. We have entered into our rest, which is the Holy Spirit, and therefore we cease from sin. Also, you know, it, this says, let no one judge you by what you eat or drink. Um, and, and Paul would say this to Timothy, he said, For every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. So, um, you know, the, this is very, very important to understand, again, that... Um, that there was such a dispensational change that was really hard to get it out of the minds of the people because they were so used to, you know, touch not, taste not, handle not, you know, anything that was unclean. And yet Jesus taught that he said, it's not what enters into you that defiles right. the body or defiles you, but it's what comes out of the heart. You know, and from because out of the heart comes evil speaking and lust yes. and emulation and sin of all kinds. And so um, the work of the gospel is an internal work that changes the life and the nature. And of course, it can be seen externally. Uh, it's not just internal yes. and has no yes. visible signs, but it, it works also visibly that we, our lives are changed and are different in Christ. Uh, God <coughs> continued to reveal this through Peter. When Peter was up on the roof, he was fasting and praying. 
And this is the first time that God is going to deal with a Gentile in the changing of this dispensation. And Peter breaks into a vision and he sees a sheet come down with all manner of, of unclean animals. And he hears a voice of God say, slay and eat. And he said, Lord, I have never put anything in my mouth that is unclean. He had been raised uh, to eat only clean things. And then the Lord speaks an incredible message. He says, what I have cleansed, call not thou common. This happened three times. And, and there's no doubt there was a little confusion about the vision. But it was right after that that the Holy Spirit led him to Cornelius' house. The Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius' house, and they marveled, has God also visited the Gentiles as well? Yeah. The Holy Spirit actually fell on unclean people. Right. Yes, sir. Now, you know, there was a reason for all these dietary laws and things that was given of not, you know, not eating certain meats and certain things. And, and it was to make Israel a separated people. Right. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't go as a, to your neighbor if it was a Gentile who worshipped other gods and sit down there and eat with him and partake of meals and fellowship and so on because of different meats that they ate, uh, the different, it wasn't kosher or bled correctly, uh, you know, so the, the taking of blood. And so, so it was to keep his people a distinct and separate people, a different race where they would not be mixed with everyone else to keep a, a people to himself. Now, God does the same thing with us, yeah. that he wants us to have a holy life that is keeps us separate from the world and from sin and from taking in now unclean things, you know, such as the, the wrong kind of music, the wrong kinds of you know, the things that would come in through the eye gate, um, you know, that would be sexual, sinful, uh, evil, uh, wrong thoughts, all of these things that are to be constantly put away by the Christians to keep him pure and clean before God. I marvel that, that people feel that the Old Testament was just uh, done away with in, in that way. Because there is much New Testament that teaches as much separation to right. God as the Old Testament yes. did. It's just not done in the form of law anymore. Correct. That Holy Spirit, that inside teacher separates It, it separates you. you. You you know, I, I can't sit down and fellowship with you if you're telling filthy jokes or using foul language or listening to the wrong types of music or, or watching the wrong kind. Of, we, we have no grounds to fellowship on. It's not because there's a law that says that, but that Holy Spirit inside me just won't let me do that. Yes. But now, that doesn't mean that in one moment in His presence, and you're changed and filled with that same Spirit, and the very next day we can be in perfect fellowship. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. I believe as Paul said, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and I will receive you and touch not the unclean thing. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Amen. So God's people are still to be a separated Amen. people. Absolutely. Separated to God. Amen. Amen. That's right. Um, we, we, as we go on quickly here, um, let's just talk about how that the, you know, the time was reaching its fullness. And, you know, here it was coming to the end of a dispensation. And uh, Paul would liken it in the book of Galatians how that, uh, as he says in Galatians 4.1, he says, I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, 
different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time that is appointed of the Father. And he would actually use the law showing it was a schoolmaster right. that was to keep us until Christ came. One thing, you know, it was great laws that was written in the Bible um, about uh, how to, to keep pure and clean and marriage and so on, where among the Gentiles, um, there was no such things like that. It was um, totally, totally different. They had sexual um, events in their worship of all their false gods. They had shrine prostitutes. Right. And all of this was a part of their worship. Yes. So it was very common to them, you know, in their worship of deity to commit sex act. Um, and, and they considered that right and, and holy. And God considered it unholy. One thing, God wanted to be able to have a virgin he yes, could put sir. his hand upon Amen. that would conceive and bring forth a child. Amen. And so, you know, it would produce a righteous people in order that a Messiah could come mm, here. Amen. Yeah. And, so, um, and so the Bible said, um, you know, we were under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so, when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, notice these words, fullness of time, God sent forth his Son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Amen. Amen. There were many leaders that were insulted at Christ, that he would be called the son of God. Um, but now he's he's making many sons. Amen. That's right. So when it speaks of the fullness of time, there, some people listening may think, you know, that means the, the end of time, and in a sense it does. But he's speaking right there the fullness of the time of the of the Jews, mm -hmm. that their time was up, their dispensation, the time was of coming. the law, the mm -hmm. time of the yes. law was was coming to an end. A new time was about to dawn upon the right. earth Amen. where the, the message, the gospel of Jesus Christ was about to turn to us. Turn to well, in all reality, there have been many end times That's right. throughout history. There was an end time where paradise came to an end, Eden came to an end, and then sin began to reign. Right. Uh, there would come an end time in the days of Noah, mm -hmm. you know, where they, again, another junction of time. And, and then there would be I, the, the times where that God would deal with the seed of Abraham. And so this would be also a time. And, and you know, there would be um, another end time in the days of Sodom where that, that particular um, people would come to an end. And all of these are types or shadows of the real end time that we're coming to right. where that God will bring another transition where he'll rapture a people out the earth into glory. And so we are at the end time of end times. Right. And I'm thankful he gave me my time. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> my time to receive the word. What an opportunity. That his name could be great to me. Yes. You know, right. Amen. I could receive him. That I would have that opportunity because, you know, it was only to a certain class of people. But right. God expanded redemption. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. 
you know, God expanded redemption where it was only one time to just one people. And, and that was to Israel. And he was their God. But now he, he would become the God of all. Yeah. And he would expand his great work of redemption to include us all, Jew and Gentile. Amen. And make of, of, of us all one body. And this, this is the wonderful thing about the gospel. So at the, the fullness of time, all these prophecies in the Old Testament began to be fulfilled rapidly. And all the, these things begin to wrap up, even in the last few moments of his life on, on the cross. Things begin to wrap up quickly, scripture after scripture after scripture begin to become fulfilled. And that's something I think that people need to be aware of in our day is that they look around and they say, well, all this still has to happen. There's still so much. But I believe it could all happen in a moment, in a yeah. day. Scripture yeah. could just go bam, 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 and just be fulfilled before you recognize what even's happening. And I believe that's what happened with, with them in that time. So many scriptures were fulfilled, and before you knew it, it had turned. A blinding had happened, and the gospel had turned. Yes. And now you're sitting there with your traditions, and the gospel has moved on. Amen. Well, in our next session, we want to talk about this because this was a mystery that was uh, heretofore unknown. They did not realize that the Gentiles would be included and that he would be calling a people for his namesake. So we want to talk about this in our next session of how God made himself known to the Gentiles and how it turned from the Jews and from the law to where it comes to all people where that this God who so loved the world, who mm. gave his only Amen. begotten son, Amen. that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but Amen. have everlasting life. Mm. And yet, you know, um, God is so uh, gracious in that he brings all of this together in order to bring a harvest in this last day. Beautiful. To bring us all back to Eden because we're at another junction again. Amen. So God bless you today and thank you for joining us. And uh, always let your friends know that we're, we're on and we're talking about the good things of the Word of God. Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.